Okay. So. Since we're talking about. Right. Uh, X stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Iron Man wasn't. Anyway, Marvel. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Chew, our podcast about culture, sophisticated culture. <laughs> our culture is so sophisticated. <laughs> um, I'm Eamon. I'm Charlene. And today we're going to be talking about Legion, the new show on FX, the Lego Batman movie, and a couple of issues of All-Star Batman, the uh, issue six and seven, the ends of the earth storyline. So... Uh, first, there was uh, some news about the new Star Wars movie. Oh, um, what news? Again, <laughs> uh, a joke that will be lost <laughs> when I cut this podcast. Um, well, they've said, for one, that there might be a trailer for Episode 7 coming out sometime even in the next few weeks, because it's coming out later this year. And, uh, you know, they released the title, The Last Jedi. And so there's been a lot of speculation about that. And then they released the title of the movie and, you know, the, the logo, um, in a bunch of different languages earlier this week. And, um, they mostly seem to indicate that Jedi is, you know, plural in this case. So, and there goes the air yeah. conditioner. So that's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there—I mean, there had been some debate, debate about whether they meet, whether they meant, you know, one Jedi or many of the last few Jedi. But um, yeah, so maybe confirmed. I saw that there was a whole. So it may be confirmed. Right. Well, uh, do you I know mean, what the word "confirmed" means? Yeah. Okay. Do you know do what you? "maybe" means? <laughs> <laughs> I have a general idea. Um, but yeah, I mean, I did the thing where I was scrolling through headlines and um, there was one that said something about you can't jump to conclusions based on the way it's phrased in other languages. But anyway, uh, you know, the speaking of, you know, Batman, which we are going to do a lot of today, the uh, director that was supposed to take over the Batman movie, the Ben Affleck is, was going to direct and then step down was Matt Reeves from... Um, more for the Planet of the Apes or whatever uh, Planet of the Apes movie he did but apparently now they're uh, at an impasse and he's probably not going to direct it either so I guess we'll see what happens with that But um, so it's just a little disappointing that it's off to such a rocky start I guess because um, you know Ben Affleck has been talking about how like frustrating it is that everybody just asks him about Batman regardless of what else he's working on and rumors circulating that he wants to um, be done with the cowl what? You know, as soon as he can basically which is, I'm not sure if that's true I, from what I understand you know, he's, he, I mean he played Daredevil way back in 
2000 because he figured he was never going to get a chance to play Batman. But um, I don't know. Why can't it just be easy? I don't hear Robert Downey Jr. complaining about being Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Iron Man wasn't as... I know. it's The character's not as... I mean, he has, you know, come up quite a few pegs, I think, since Marvel oh, started making those movies. Definitely, but, but he wasn't on the same caliber of superhero right. as Batman at the time that the, that those Iron Man movies yeah. were first coming out, so... I guess we'll see. I'm sure it'll be good. They're not going to make a bad... Ben Affleck will not make a bad Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> there have been bad Batman movies. Um, which are referenced in uh, the movie we're going to be talking about later. But mm-hmm. um, the only other thing I had was that Sex Criminals criminals had come back after like eight months layoff. We got oh. the... Cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Uh... We got the Fiona Staples uh, variant cover, and um, I guess they spent a lot of that eight-month period working on the story, so they're not going to go for, uh, or they're not going to have a big gap, which is nice, because it's still a good book. I read the issue that that came out last week and enjoyed it, so Mm -hmm. Um, you, you didn't have anything extra. Well, I've watched some stuff on BBC that's really fun. Yeah. Like Victoria. I really yeah. think you should watch it. It's really good. Yeah. I finished the whole thing, even though they haven't all come out. But if you buy, like, the special LRN, like, membership or mm-hmm. whatever the letters are. I know those are three of the letters. I don't remember if there's another letter. Anyway, if you... It's, like, five bucks a month. Yeah. And then you have so you access to all these extra videos. And so I watched off for seven, I think seven episodes. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, I. that's one of those things, you know, we have, we just have certain shows where we both enjoy it while we're watching it, but um, it's one of those things that's going to be hard for me to sit down and watch, I think. Yeah. Um, I like it. I was thinking one. the same thing of The Crown earlier. I was just thumbing through Netflix. I almost started watching it today yeah. and then was like, oh no, I think this is one that you wanted to watch. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you should just watch it. Okay. Because, um, I mean, maybe someday when I have infinite time, which is coming. <laughs> but uh, Infinite time. Yeah. Infinite time. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's on the BBC, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I watched through PBS. So you don't get, like, everything BBC. Like, yeah. I watch it all through the PBS app, so. Uh, I, we do want to watch Planet Earth 2, even though we haven't mm-hmm. seen Planet Earth 1. And uh, <laughs> the kids don't know it yet, but we have Moana. Yep. So. Yay! Which we were just talking about last time. Yeah. So they'll they'll be excited. That. And we got ice cream, so. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a good night. <laughs> Getting crazy. Uh, anything else? You have more um, stuff? Not that I can think of. You want to get into some, some trivia? <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have nothing do, this time. Do not roll your eyes. Whoa. You have nothing this time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I think I do have something. Give me a second. Wait for it. Do you know where the term... <laughs> Rags to riches comes from. Um, 
I feel like I just heard this. Was it on a podcast? Yes, it's so yeah. fun. It's, I, I feel like it was fun, but that's the kind of uh, trivia that I quickly discard, which is unfortunate. Not on purpose. Um, I just can't remember those things. So you'll have to tell me again. So ben Franklin <laughs> that's used to right. make paper. And he started out very poor and then left his family to go to Philadelphia and started making paper and was a, had a print, printing shop or whatever. And back then, paper was made out of rags. Nope. And then... <laughs> then he was not poor. <laughs> no. <laughs> then he was commissioned to make currency nope. out of his paper, yeah. which was made out of rags. So literally rags that to is, riches. That is some good info. What what podcast was that on? Uh, the one, with, the white one with the orange circle. Radio Lab. Yes, that's Man. the one. <laughs> Super. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So that is cool. I'll probably cut that reaction right there. <laughs> uh, so I guess mine are all. Yep, all comics related, all Marvel too. Uh, for instance, with the new Logan movie coming out, did you know that uh, Weapon X was originally supposed to be read as Weapon Ten, like what? yeah, and Captain America is like Weapon One. Um, Weapon X, sneaky. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Imitating Wolverine's berserker attack. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I wrote this one down, and then I had to Google one of the terms in it. And it didn't make any sense to me still. But, um, and I don't know if this is still part of like canon, but apparently Cyclops' eyes are portals to a non Einsteinian universe, and the optic blasts are energy coming through um, from that place. Uh, some kind of static stupid. universe. <laughs> I thought it was stupid, but um, I thought it was so, so stupid that it was to, worth to see too. Um, not to my knowledge. Well, if his eyes are portals and he's not blind, he's clearly using portals to see. <laughs> I thought you meant that he could see into the non-Einsteinian universe. No, how could he see into them? Because that's what his eyes are made that's of. That's why I was saying no. <laughs> uh, my last one, Iron Man used to regularly use roller skates that were built into his suit. And I've seen pictures. That sounds... By awesome. pictures, I mean drawings from old comic books. Why would he books, need but... to use roller skates, though, if he can fly? Uh, my guess was that it was the 70s. And uh... maybe a little disco roller skating uh, mm-hmm. action. It was cool. That's right. When it was super cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I had. So, <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Legion first? Yeah. Okay. So Since we're talking about... Right. Um, X stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Iron Man wasn't. Anyway, Marvel. The uh, the Legion show is on FX, and there's been or two episodes have aired. And um, I mean, basically, it's kind of an X Men show. It's based on a character from the X Men comic books. Um, kind of a lesser known character. Uh, I don't know how to get into it, but. It, I mean, before we actually start talking about the show, I guess it's worth mentioning that um, the writer slash, I guess, showrunner is Noah Hawley, who does um, 
the who was the showrunner for um, Fargo, the FX show Fargo, which uh, I finally, I think I said last time, but I finally made time to watch <laughs> the first season, which was really good. And I saw that uh, the second season is coming to Hulu in March. So pretty excited about that because the second season is supposed to be even better. Uh, but all that to say, guy's good at making TV. <laughs> so, um, and then Dan Stevens is the main character, David Holler. Um, mm-hmm. there's Gene Smart who kind of fills, uh, this professor X role seems like she's going to fill this professor X role at this school for mutants they call Summerland. Um, and it has Aubrey Plaza and Rachel Keller, but I mean, I guess ultimately the, the show starts off in a place that I wasn't really expecting it to. Like I knew that the show was about this guy who was um, kind of, I mean, he was in like a mental institution because, uh, they weren't sure exactly what was going on with his, with his mind because it felt like he had split personalities or a lot of voices in his head. I just, I didn't know that the show was going to start, you know, in a place that, um, mutants aren't just kind of like a known entity in the world. You mm-hmm. know, um, I thought because of everything, all the comic book movies and stories that are already out that they would, um, pick up in a more advanced, you know, place as far as that story storyline goes. I love this show. (laughs) (laughs) I I like the show. I I really do like the show a lot too. Um, It's what I'm most excited to watch every week as it comes out right now. Yeah. Um, It's like a psychological drama, but it's also funny and it's, so complex and just really, um, I mean, like the mental health stuff in the first episode is really interesting and just the way that it's filmed and the different shots and the, uh, just makes you feel disoriented, which I think is the goal, um, in that situation. And it's, I mean, it's just really compelling. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, it's definitely beautifully shot and it also is, um, it kind of sets you off kilter a little bit while you're watching it, like you said. But, um, as far as like the complexity of at least, you know, the characters, if not the story, I think it really shows in the relationship between the, you know, David Holler, the main character and his, his quote unquote girlfriend and Sydney in the hospital, um, who's Rachel Keller's character. Yeah. Um, just the way they have their, uh, I guess you'd call it a meet cute, but where he's, <laughs> you know, um, and the interaction they have and she's, you know, will you be my girlfriend? And she's just like, sure, but you know, just don't touch me. <laughs> they're seen like walking around the hospital, like, you know, si- side by side holding a, some kind of you know, rag. Or, or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, instead of holding hands, which, and you know, that even that pays off later in the show, it, the first episode is, is really long. It's like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to, um, I got to watch it twice almost. Right. Uh, yeah, we, 
we had to turn it off a certain amount of time into the first viewing because I couldn't stay awake. Not because it was no good. But the best part of that happening was when we sat down to watch it again and you were like, what were we, like 10 minutes? <laughs> Did I miss like 10 minutes of the show? <laughs> yeah. It turns out it was more like 45. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I do, I really like, um, at a minimum, I like the characters and I like the... Um, you know, overall palette and visual uh, style of the show. The The story is, you know, good so far, but it's definitely like a kind of a slow burn, I think, so far. I feel like there's so many pieces. I don't know. I feel like it's perfectly paced. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of information. Yeah, I feel like I should even rewatch the first two episodes, um, uh, you know, partially again rewatch um just to get a better idea of exactly what's going on maybe at noon when i'm wide awake yeah because I, <laughs> I feel like i'm getting it all but yeah i also um i'm not sleepy when we're watching it right. so. uh so I, I i don't know i mean there's a few things with this character that i think are going to be interesting how they approach because whether they have access to you use certain characters because, you know, I guess in the comic books, it's Professor X's son Mm -hmm. and they've made several allusions to potentially his father. Uh, I don't know if that's actually his his father or some kind of weird thing his mind is doing, but I mean, I don't think that's, it doesn't seem like that's, or, you know, or he doesn't know that, you know, his mom remarried or whatever, you know, it could be. So his, Right now, his powers are, uh, what, like telekinesis and um, and telepathy and who knows what else, because he definitely does some crazy things with matter, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, rearranging it or transporting it or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I really liked uh, Aubrey Plaza's character as well. I, I like her in what I see her and I haven't seen her in too much. I mostly know her from Scott Pilgrim. Um, <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, she's been in other TV shows that we haven't really, I think most people know her from parks and Rex. Right. That's what I'm, we, which we started to watch briefly made it an episode or two. I've watched a little more of it. than Yeah. I go back to it now and then. Um, there's a twist to her character in the show. Uh, that's, you know, pretty unexpected, but, uh, I mean, she's basically his, his best friend, I guess, um, kind of the comedic commentary on, on what's going on. Um, I don't know, but what else about the show? Did you like, did you have anything else? Or, no. I mean, we're only two episodes in, so we can maybe come back to it, um, at a later date, see what's happened, but really good so far. So really enjoying it. Um, we did go see Lego Batman. Yes. Uh, the other week, last week on Valentine's day, took the kids and, uh, it was really good. It's, it's pretty much like exactly what you would expect, especially after seeing the Lego, uh, movie. The Lego movie. The humor is, uh, you know, very, I still like the Lego movie more. Yeah. I think, yeah, I I can 
I can almost get on board with that. I just really like the Batman part of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, Seth Graham Smith was, I guess, like the main writer, uh, who wrote, you know, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter right. and, um, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, but Will Arnett is Batman. Michael Sarah is Robin and, uh, Rosario Dawson does Barbara Gordon. Ralph Fiennes is... That's who it is. <laughs> yeah. Ralph Fiennes is Alfred. And it was, but... it's funny because, you know, they do pull Lego sets from other things. Which um, is what's fun about it being a Lego movie right. and not a Batman movie. <clears throat> yeah. Batman movie is that you can have yeah. just about any universe that Lego has. I think, I think it's just, it was also really funny that one of the characters in the movie is Voldemort and they had the guy who plays Voldemort and they use a different character to voice him, uh, which, you know, whatever is funny, but, um, and Siri is the computer in the Batcave. I didn't know it was Siri's voice, but it's like, actually like it's credited as Siri. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I know you can talk to your phone now and say, Hey, Hey pewter and Siri <laughs> will say something back to you. But, uh, yeah, I didn't know that was her voice in in the movie. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the movie is it's just a lot of fun. There's a lot of this heavy joke density. Yes, um, a lot of references to um, Batman, you know, storylines and uh, obscure characters like Condiment Man. Uh, I King. think Condiment, Condiment Man. That's right. <laughs> Get it right. Who doesn't know that? Um, <laughs> the, I mean, one of my favorite things is in the movie, um, you know, just visually, I guess really is, you know, the, the premise of this Batman is he exists in, in this, in this world where everything that is Batman that's happened on screen is the same Batman right? from Adam West, you know, Batman 66 through, um, George Clooney and uh, Michael Keaton and uh, mm-hmm. the Christopher Nolan Batman stuff. And just my favorite thing from the movie was the iconic images where the, that they put uh, the Lego Batman in from the dark Knight or uh, Batman 66, the Nolan trilogy where, you know, Batman's standing next to this burning pile of whatever, you know, uh, just Lego versions of those scenes uh, really tickled me, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It, uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun. I, I liked the Robin character um, and mm-hmm. the interaction between him and Batman. And I have two dads. <laughs> he doesn't tell him, he says, don't call him dad. So he's, rotates Padre. between like Papa and Padre or he just says Papa once, right? Yeah, a um, couple times. But yeah. yeah. Pretty funny. Bat dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Did you have anything specific about the movie that? No, I like it that it's probably going to be one that we can put on at any time to just like be able to listen to in the background when I'm like oh. cooking or whatever. And it'll be enjoyable in that respect. Yeah. I mean, well. The plot's really not 
all that important, you know. No. <laughs> I mean, the, the dynamic with the Joker is, is cute and funny, yeah. but not the best part of the the movie. Yeah, I think the fact, like the movie, just for the movie's sake, is the best part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it starts off with uh, you know has the quote from the Man in the Mirror song. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Michael Jackson, and he's like, "No, I said that. That's me, Batman." <laughs> Changes, and you know they use the song in the movie. Uh, we listened to the the soundtrack the other day, uh, last weekend, uh, when we were just hanging out in the living room, and uh, the Man in the Mirror song came on, and Tegan was like, how do you know the words to this song already? I'm like, this is an old song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess we don't need to spend too much time on Lego Batman. It was just it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, um, and I guess that'll lead us into, you know, our discussion of the Batman comics that I'm really enjoying right now. So Yeah, these two are really good. Yeah. So I I do like the the Batman series that's ongoing right now. Um I, it's not after reading Vision by Tom King, the Vision uh, you know, miniseries, twelve issues, uh, and then going to read Batman, I was I had really like super high hopes for for Batman because that vision comic was just so good. Uh, and it's, and it's not bad, but it's, it's just, it's just okay to me. The same thing with the wonder woman stuff with Greg Rucka. Um, mm-hmm. it's okay. <laughs> uh, this all-star Batman series, which is now seven I- issues in, um, has been really good. Um, the first five issues were, um, this, uh, one storyline with the art all by John Romita jr. And it's basically Batman trying to save Harvey Dent, um, but against his will. And it, this whole thing plays out where, again, there's all these, uh, you know, kind of obscure characters chasing after them and trying to take them down. But it was a, it was a really good five-issue run. I guess we haven't mentioned it yet, but it's written by Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... When I got to issue six, I had been really looking forward to issue six because um, Jock took over for just a single issue as right. as the artist. And um, boy, I, I mean, I like a lot of Scott Snyder stuff, uh, but something about when he teams up with that artist um, yeah. really brings out the best. I think in. Uh, you know, maybe both of them. I don't, I don't really read, or I haven't really seen much um, jock art outside of witches or mm-hmm. Batman um, uh, and, and Scott Snyder. But uh, yeah, so issues. I think it's only. I think it's a two-part arc. I don't I remember it was if three, I. Three. Is there a third one? I think so. Um, but the. The first, and it definitely feels like there's going to be another. Yeah. At the end of seven. Yeah. Um, so I guess also also worth mentioning, especially because of the way issue six is laid out. The colors are by Matt Hollingsworth, and the. Uh, He's great. Yeah, I yeah his his name is all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing that sticks out in my head the most when I see his name is the Hawkeye series. Yeah, yeah, with, definitely. You know, Matt Fraction and David Aha. Um, but the the lettering by Steve Wands um, also is really, I just, everything about this issue, issue seven is good too, 
Um, everything about this issue just really a, it, was it, unbelievably good. That's interesting because I really liked seven more. I yeah. loved six. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm very excited about these books and I'm excited for the next one to come out. I just, the, the art in seven is yeah. something that, in the colors, who does, does Matt Hollingsworth do the colors on no, seven the, too? Because in seven, um, that Tula Lote, uh, she does the pencils, color, yeah, I think so. All of it. That but is amazing I, to me. I thought you would have liked that yeah. one better. Yeah. <laughs> that work is beautiful. That's yeah. just the kind of stuff that draws me. Oh, um, you know, I liked the story. Yeah. Too. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to the to issue six, um, just the way everything is is laid out in the book. The 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 words aren't in bubbles. It's you know it's the font is is like it's written on a typewriter and serif or whatever that is and mm-hmm. it's written in prose it's not um you know it, dialogue yeah it's it, i don't know it's so good <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll go back and read them the issue i guess starts off the issue number six is a mr freeze issue mm-hmm. um and because this is the narration yeah and this this poem that um, you know what? I didn't go back and look up who wrote that poem, but I've read no. it before so many times, no. and it drives me crazy that I just don't know right away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a typical kind of Mr. Freeze story, you know. His, um, well, because his goal is always the same. Right, to wake up his frozen wife, Nora. And, and cure um, himself, too, so they can be together. Again. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just, I mean, one of the things I really like most about this series um, more than almost any um, Batman story I've read for quite a while is it's just kind of like Batman being Batman you know yes, he's I loved that about this. Uh, he's just he's prepared to do whatever it takes and, and by prepared I mean he like he is has a plan and I think the the way it's um, set up and carried out in this in this book is just amazing and I love the um I think it might even be the last frame or the last page of this um maybe it's not but it was one of the last pages of the book where uh Batman and Mr. Freeze are stuck inside the capsule together and (laughs) Freeze is screaming and Batman is you know staring at him with a smile on his face I don't know it was Jock's art is amazing um (laughs) But ultimately, you know, issue six does lead into seven. Uh, and, you know, Scott Snyder has talked about how he wants to use the series as just rotate through all these, the roads. The villains? Yeah, all yeah. these different villains and stuff. And I've, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a depiction of Poison Ivy that really made an impression on me in the comics mm-hmm. or especially the movies. Um, but she's, she's pretty good in this, yeah. in this issue. Um, where in issue six, this, um, spore has been released. Uh, and so issue seven is Batman going to a different part of the different end of the earth and, um, to find Dr. Pamela Isley, who's, um, poison Ivy. Ivy, And he's trying to find this, you know, botanical cure. Um, he needs her help. Yeah. So, I don't know. Do you want to 
take the lead on, on the issue since you, um, I don't know. I mean, that's a tough thing for me to do. I don't know why, but, um, I mean, I love that it's a time in comics where people are doing definitely more interesting things with women villains and I mean, women heroes as well, but, um, you know, as far as motivation for why they're out where they are in this book. And I I think I really like the way her narration is told as well. Um, so for example, at the beginning of the Dr. Freeze book, I didn't realize that it was Dr. Or sorry, Mr. (laughs) Freeze, um, Mr. Freeze, uh, doing the narrating. Right. Yeah. I thought, I, I thought was, it was Batman at first. Too. Me too. Um, and it could very well have been, you know, um, and except just, yeah, you know, uh, so it's but because it, it's written in prose, he's not actually narrating it, but it's about, you know, it's about Mr. Freeze when I thought it was talking about Batman. Yes. Uh, but well, I guess you're right. It's not really a narration, but it is, it's sort of him like talking about a memory. Right. Same with, I should have probably gone back and and flipped through it one more just because I read it the other day. But um, why Poison Ivy is out in this wilderness and, you know, just. Yeah, there's a purpose to what she's doing and it's a continual uh, just um, right, but journey it's for her. Right, but pieces together that aren't put together until the end of the book. Like, you don't really know what she's doing. You think you know, but then there's just more to the puzzle and then there's more going on. And then I like that there's sort of like a, a greater story, an outside story. There's some sort of other force that is um, impacting what's going on with these villains. Right. We're really not sure about yet. And, and so, so I'm you, looking forward to see more of that. Yeah. There's definitely, I mean, it's gotta, it's gotta keep going because you know, it definitely left a lot of stuff unresolved. One of them being who are these people that, you know, blew up the Arctic right. fortress. I mean, and in then that episode, you just sort of assume and, it's like some sort of yeah, government that but it's Batman not, has it, informed yeah. and, you know, that. But it's the same people who are coming after him and he's, when he goes to see Poison Ivy. Yes. Um, and Batman is still Batman in this book, too. Like, it's yeah. the. I like the the Batman in these books yeah. and in this book, and I I like you that should. you're really focused on on the villain in, in these books too. Yeah. Um, but it's still a Batman book. Yeah, yeah, you should read the first five. They're they're not they're not quite on I think the level that these two were because these two I mean these two are a couple of my favorite comic books that I've read in in quite a while, and you know put on top of it that it's Batman. Well, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I'm looking forward to seeing, um, more of it. I know, um, I don't know who, I don't know who the artist is on the next issue. I know. So is it going to be one artist for each villain? Is that the plan? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Cause John Romita Jr. did the the first five. Um, and while the main person was two phase, I mean, there was also KG Beast and um, a lot of, yeah, still funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, There were a lot of villains that cycled through then. So uh, I don't know. I know uh, Sean Murphy is going to be on a few issues later. Um, So looking forward to that. That's exciting to hear too. But so good. 
that's all I have to say, I guess. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, we already mentioned the art when we were talking about issue six for issue seven and how much I love that. And yeah. So I feel like there's not much else to say yeah. there. I will say that John Romita Jr.'s Batman, while not my favorite drawn Batman, uh, is coming out with a black and white Batman statue that I think looks amazing. And I am definitely going to have that statue sitting on my desk at some point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess that'll wrap it up. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll come back maybe next week and talk about some more fun, amazing culture. <laughs> it was fun. It was smart. We liked it. <laughs>